are back. What's up? Back once again. Three Geeks in a Pod. It's me, John Georges. John Yorga, And, and you guys. You, the audience. What's today? Today is Tuesday, my boy. How was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was all right. Um, I had a pretty fun New Year's. It's a new year. It, it is a new year. It is a new year. Oh, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, new year. wow. Happy new year, you f- nasty fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was gonna steal the Home Alone bit, you know, like you yeah, filthy animals. Alright, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, filthy. Animals. I was like, ah, you nasty fuckers. Sounds yeah. more original, more, more up to date. Yeah, more, uh, it's, it's up to date. Yeah. It's original. It's me. More yeah. millennial. Yeah, more uh, millennial. You know. <laughs> but it's yeah, but yeah, no, my, mine was you know mine was good. Not that you asked. Uh, I, I was getting there. You was you was still you was in the middle of calling people filthy bastards or ugly of, fuckers or whatever there, you just said. There was a pause. Okay. Well. How, okay. Well, we was, had, so yours was cool then, right? No, you had fun. Yeah, mine was oh, pretty cool. 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 Good to hear. Good to hear. But yeah, man, it's been already a crazy 2023. We just getting started. We three days into. This I was about to say the fuck happened to you in three days, bro. You know, it wasn't me. It's the fucking the rest of the world. God, listen, knock on wood there, because. I don't want nothing crazy. I mean, God, God, you know, God willing, but uh, man, it's getting crazy for a lot of people out here. Specifically, Jeremy Renner. Man, we gotta talk about that. That's oh, that in the news. That's right. That shit that's is right. terrifying. Man. Snow all, plowing, right? First, Snow plowing machine. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But uh, first of all, thoughts to his family and his friends, and you know, family and friends first and foremost, right? And then his coworkers and stuff like that, and then like the fans too. But I gotta, you know kind of bone to pick with them but yeah man I just hope he fucking comes out of this shit okay he said he was in critical condition but stable they stabilized him they said he's up not up but uh, up and talking talking I I read an article that said something along the line of that um, that he he would regularly snow plow like the roads in his neighborhood or whatever and shit and that when you know whenever this freak accident happened uh, his neighbor who's a a doctor was actually the one that found him and came rushing over and that he or she I, I didn't actually read the gender and that whatever uh, created a tourniquet on the spot and it was was telling people you know the police and shit that it was a lot of blood blood loss yeah. a lot of blood loss and then he shredded up his leg uh, I don't know if, I don't know if we know which leg it was but regardless I mean that's yeah, a leg that's, fuck man. that's tragic bro yeah. I mean a lot of people say like uh, obviously they're not doctors but a lot of people are speculating that like you know he's a potential for him to lose his leg and shit like that man that's that's crazy Right. Oh, that's, that's nuts. That's that's that's. that's, that's we, we mean you were talking about. It. I remember it was like, man, because a lot of people are like, man, you know, how will he, will he act? You know, or, or, or excuse me, or rather, like, you know, how will he continue to play this character, that character? It's like, motherfucker, will he fucking walk again? Dog, people are fucking heartless, dog. Will yeah, like, will he again? function as a normal like, he human gotta, being again? Exactly, like, like, damn, this is, is going to be an adjustment for his life. You're talking about fucking movies. He's in his fifties, dog. You know what I mean? Those kind of freak freak accidents. I mean, the older right. you get, it's it's just fact and reality, man. I'm not no right. dissing, not dissing him for his age. It's just the harder you are, I mean, the harder it's it is hard for you to come back from that type like of that. shit. Yeah. This man ain't gonna have to have a cane, you know, potentially or you know, worse. I mean, prayers out to him. Hopefully, he makes a full recovery. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, it, it sounded bad. Hopefully, he's able to come back as close to 100 percent as he can. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because man, that's that's scary. I heard the snowplow thing. I'm like, fuck. Heard it like shredded up his leg and shit. Ah, right, brothers. Uh, I can't even imagine. But, I've because uh, you know we even have the specifics on that because I've seen people say like legs with an S and I you know I don't know if that's necessarily oh, wow. true. I've heard people say like you know lower body. I don't know. I don't know. So it's scary, but they say he was awake and, and talking. So that's a good sign. Right. And well, I mean, shit. You know, he's alive. That's yeah. that's. First and foremost, you know, the best outcome that everybody could ask for. Absolutely. Hopefully this doesn't, you know, put a dent in his his future as a functioning human being. Yeah. You, know? you fucking MCU fans got to get some help. You fucking psychopaths got to get some yeah, help. Yeah, you was telling me that Not all the MCU about, fans, right? Nah, no, no, but the toxic side. No, every, toxic, every fan base like, got yeah, like a fucking your corner fucking, that's like... In your fucking be- mom's basement, you're never going to move out. She's tired of your ass. Your mom got a boyfriend. She getting tired of your shit. She wants you to get the fuck out so she can have a life. You're sitting in their fucking basement. Jeremy Renner just fucking could have lost his life. And you're like, they told me they're gonna CGI his it. leg. Or, you know, uh, Hawkeye have a middle leg. It'll be all cool. Now you think he's fucking thinking about Hawkeye? You fucking loser. 
Come on. <laughs> he was telling me about some of that shit. Hey, bro, every fan base got their atrocious fuck. That that one corner that's just, like, yeah. toxic. That's why it's in the corner. Because it's toxic as fuck, dog. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, bro. That's that's wild. But, I mean, you know, shout out to him. Well, prayers to him. Hopefully yeah. makes a full recovery. Absolutely, absolutely. So, thoughts and prayers yeah. to Jeremy Renner, man. Um, but anyway, man, just uh, moving, moving over, on, right? So, something a little brighter, right? Something, yeah, 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 yeah. Brighter, more positive. Uh, Black Panther 2. Wakanda Forever arrives on Disney Plus February 1st because Marvel and Disney are fucking strategic marketing geniuses. Because <laughs> why would you not release the Black Panther movie at the beginning of Black History Month? That's fucking sensational marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say, that, that's some pretty smart plan. Yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, bro. Yeah, I mean, you, listen, you didn't have to be fucking... You know, a rock you, scientist. Yeah, I was gonna say, you don't have to be Einstein to say, "Hey, let's fucking release the Black Panther movie in Black History Month." Right, right. You'll love that. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know what? And a like, coupon for chicken. Too. And they, they could afford. <laughs> they, they could afford to do this too, because like they, they this Black Panther movie broke like all kinds of fucking records, dog. Well, you know, and it made a shit ton of money. Not as much as the first one. No, no, no. It did a really good job. Right, there's not a lot of movies that come close to the first one. Period. You know what I mean? But like, just right. just for this phase alone and this one year right. alone, and it ended the phase on such a good note, oh, yeah. especially after this phase had so many ups and downs ah, in terms yes. of like the critical reception, in terms of the fan reception, for it to end on a on a note like yeah, pretty decent. I know it was yeah. like, okay, this is a, this is a statement. The like, strong foot forward. We still here, motherfuckers. So that's coming to to Disney Plus. I'm excited to be able to see that more frequently because I, I want to give it a rewatch. I wish I would have watched it twice in the theaters. I only saw it once in the theaters, but it was a fucking amazing experience. But um, I'll definitely be watching that um, when it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah. For sure. I don't know, like, how's that? Um, no, they just have the movie on Disney Plus. You got to get the DVD for, like, the behind the scenes shit, right? For, like, the bonus features. Uh, they, I, I, I think know it they, depends because I know Disney Plus actually has some behind the scenes yeah, extras like, and shit uh, called like it, uh, MCU Phase 1 the, the MCU some, Phase 2 shit Assembled or something like that yeah okay there you go that's what it's called some, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that something assembled like that. Where, they show, just, where they show like the behind the scenes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. How it went to, you might just have gonna, to wait a little longer I think they were going to do something like that for Black Panther like have an episode of it for because they have they release an episode of that I don't know if it's called Assembled or whatever it's called but it's something along that line yeah I know what you're talking about they show the behind the scenes stuff I think they're going to show some Wakanda forever stuff Cause that movie, man, just like the, the preparation, um, the, the 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 direction, you know what I'm saying? The cinematography, everything, mm-hmm. like the underwater stunts, everything. This shit, they just work so hard on it. the script. Shout out to Ryan Coogler, man. Fucking the direction, the script, everything. He's fucking amazing. Like he is fucking phenomenal. And to do this, you know, having to deal with the loss of Chad, we don't have to get into all that again. But just doing all, you know, having to deal with that and then making this fucking movie. Hat talk to him, like he. He fucking killed that shit. Yeah, he made it work for sure. Did you hear about like uh, or anything else about that? Did you, did you hear about this uh, script thing? About what it would have been had you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Chapter, but yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It would have been a father son adventure. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, definitely. It would have been. It it would have been something a sight to see for sure. I'm kind of obviously this. You know, I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but because um, obviously I would have rather you know in a different universe, you know, Chadwick Boseman still be with us. Obviously, that would have been obviously way better in in real life but I'm just speaking in terms of the story right now I prefer what we got over the idea of that to be honest not saying that that would have been a bad idea but just like you know again and maybe I could have been I could be wrong here because um, I, I thought this movie was going to be not a good idea you know what I'm saying so mm. again I could have I could have ended up being wrong but just kind of like the idea kind of how I had a fear about like certain stereotypes and everything uh, you know the, the idea of the movie seemed like you know T'Challa had got blipped or whatever or, you know in, 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 in Infinity War and then him coming back five years later he would have found out he had a son and stuff like that and that an original version of the script and that sounds interesting but then it's like it creates that whole like even though it was an accident it's he becomes like it's absentee father and stuff like that I think he would have done so I think Coogler would have done something really amazing with it and would have had like this really like deep father son connection like build up between them and stuff like that but you know, I I think it, I like what we got. That that while the Black Panther was alive, he secured his son and his wife, and made sure they were safe even long after you know he was gone, and prepared for you know what's to come next. So it's like I think in that movie, the script that would have been his son would have likely had some resentment towards him toward in the beginning of the movie. You get what I'm saying? And then it would have been the buildup of their relationship to them being like you know seeing eye to eye or whatever. I'm just assuming. But in this, it was just like, you know, this admiration for his father. And that we appreciated that because it was like we have this real-life admiration for Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? But, again, 
It still could have been an interesting idea. Still could have been an interesting idea, but damn. I'm going to play devil's advocate with you and say, nah, I think I would have preferred there. I mean, again, the the reality where Chadwick Boseman, you know, actually, you know, still with us, that's, still that's, with that's, us, that's the, the best yeah, outcome yeah, no matter right. what. But absolutely. I, I would have preferred the original story for sure. Absolutely. For real? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I wonder how they would have, like, interested Because that, that whole resentment thing that you were, you were talking about was, you know, with the kid and the son. I, I don't know if that would have really played out. The kid would have been, like, five. You know what I mean? At five years old, kids aren't 100%, like, fully, like, Aware of like certain situations, plus he would have learned his father was like, um, you know I mean, it, I don't know if he was, yeah, it would have been five, it was like five years blank, wasn't it? The kid wasn't, you know, I mean, born before, right? But it's been, it's been, no, no, but this isn't, this isn't like a few months after Endgame, Wakanda Forever is a few years after Endgame, so it's been, he like, like to Saint in the movie, he was like seven or eight, so like the kid would have still been like seven or eight, even if you know what I'm saying. Right, but he he wouldn't have just discovered he had a kid at seven or eight. The movie right, would right. have started at him at seven or eight, right? Right, right, right. right so then we could. So I mean, that doesn't mean just just went to find him at seven or eight. Right. You see what I'm saying? So oh, like, I'm not saying the resentment would have been from that. I'm saying like it would have been from them, the first five years of not being there. You know what I'm saying? Like and then like trying to reconnect when they have these different ways of living and stuff like that would have been that. That's what I was trying to get at. I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's the how they would have really pushed it in the movie. True, we never know. Because it's not like you know, it's not like T'Challa knew he was he had a kid out there and chose to stay away to keep him safe. You know, right, right. Then there's some resentment there because like you didn't even give it a chance, but he was actually gone for five years. You see what I'm saying? But we so, thinking we thinking logically, we think right, right. Emotional kid, you know. Yeah. Okay, but I, I don't know if that's how the I, I don't know if that's really how they would. You don't pushed think Google would nah, take it down that nah. direction? Because I mean, I, I don't know if you would have pushed that kind of stereotype too hard. Because I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if you would have pushed it. I'm probably wrong right. because you're right. I'm probably wrong because I thought he was. You know, when I seen this movie, and I was like, you know, it's, it's the women. Like I said, I said on this podcast, you know, women having to be stronger in the absence of, of men. Oh, and, you know what I'm saying in the black community. But this movie wasn't. It was that, but it wasn't like it didn't oh, just. That wasn't the whole movie. Yeah, it wasn't right. like man, we so sad, man. We got to be. That's strong. not what they held over the audience the yeah, whole time. It was yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. Listen, man, our king might be dead. We hold, we handling business until yeah. there's a new king. Don't yeah. worry about us. We good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we straight. And then it was all dealing with their grief, but I love that it didn't harper on it. Really, the person who was dealing with grief in the movie, you know, for the audience to see was Shuri. Right. So the other characters had grieved, and they we. That time skip, we didn't have to see everybody grieve, so it wasn't like a movie full of grief. Right. So it had a great balance to it. But yeah, that movie is is fantastic, and along with the first one, which is why I think this is I, I, I they've asked somebody asked him about it um, beforehand. And he was like, "Man, I got to get through this movie, man." He appreciated, but I got to get through this movie. All right, well, this movie is out, so I'm just gonna say it. We gotta fucking have Coogler. We gotta have Ryan Coogler direct one of those Avengers movies. I wouldn't mind because to me he turned in two great projects, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but even before, so I mean, even before you know, uh, the Marvel movies, right? He's got a great you know track list, but just his Marvel movies, just Black Panther, right? He gave you one point, brought in one point five billion for you, right? Fucking phenomenal movie. Some people feel differently about it, but I think it was pretty phenomenal for you know so for what it was as the first Black Panther movie. It's a pretty good start. The second movie is, like I said, I think it's phenomenal. I think the the ending moments are the best ending moments of any fucking Marvel movie. How he balanced the action, the emotion, the comedy, everything he balances so well. To me, that's his. That's this was his proving ground. Like to me, this is the same shit with the Russos. Where the Russos got to do Winter Soldier, and then they got to do Civil War. And then you gave them a little bit more characters, and then you give them the Avengers. Give him Infinity War and you let him cook. Like, I think Kugler should get the same opportunity. That like, he should have the same opportunity. He did two fucking amazing Black Panther movies. He had to balance more characters in the second one. He had to introduce Namor, Riri Williams, uh, you know, the whole fucking Talacon and all that shit. Like, I think he can really balance an Avengers cast and, like, adds, you know what I'm saying, his own personal flavor to it, which I think is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, and you know what? And to, to say a little, just a little add on to that, right? Like, out of all the atrocious fucking CGI and effects that we've seen in all the other movies in this phase, there wasn't not one fucking, like, CGI moment or effect moment in, in Wakanda Forever that was bad. Right, right, There was right. nothing obvious. Like, everything else was obvious as fuck that it was, like, really bad. Like, it was really bad moments they chose right. to, like, CGI. This was amazing. I think they knew they couldn't, they had to come correct with this ah, one. I, I'm glad they did, because they, they knew they had to come correct with yeah, this Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, though. I think they should give him a chance to do an Avengers he, movie. He absolutely sure. deserves a chance. For sure. 
he he's definitely up for the for the task. And then not just that, I think it says something about like them and diversity, right? I think that's them them. I remember like Anthony Maggie said something. Well, first let me say, I think if they have Coogler direct Avengers, it says okay, the black director who who directed the all black cast and the all black crew, he can do the exact same thing with our white characters and be just successful. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like because like when Anthony Mackie made the the, the comment and people kind of got on him, got on him for it because he was like, um, you know, you have like a whole black crew, an entire like, you know from hair, makeup, you know everything, sound, whatever, all the way down for Black Panther, right? But that means you could do this all the time. If these people, like you trusted these people to do this, that you know, all these black people do this, all these people of color to do this, and then the movie went and made $1.5 billion, why couldn't these same people be hired on these white movies? Not saying that the, all these white movies, or white-led movies, I should say, not all these white-led movies should have entire black crews. That's not what I'm saying. But why don't they have more? Mm. Why are these people, why, why are you just now realizing their worth when it's a black movie? So it was like, it was like he was, Calling them out on their like on their version of diversity, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't be diverse when you when the black movie's on the line. Be diverse all the time. So I think like you know, give Kukul his shot because he deserves it. And then plus, it speaks to you know your 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 stance on diversity. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be a legitimate diversity at this point, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, you're right though. I, I got to give him his flowers. I, I legitimately agree with you wholeheartedly that he shouldn't be given a chance to Avengers movie. Yeah, and. I got the skills, bro. He got yeah. the skills. He's got nope. the vision. He got the the direction. The leadership. Definitely got, got the it skills. All. No, and he, listen. No, 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 uh, no other barber director got the flavor like him. Sorry, they ain't nah, got. They ain't got the flavor. No, they they ain't got. They ain't got the drip sauce. They ain't got it. They ain't got it. And, and he had like so much trust in Chadwick that like, yeah, I mean like he he it just you could just see like in the first Black Panther movie the amount of trust and like and and like open mindedness that he had with Chadwick when he was when they were developing like the language right. for Wakanda when the, the style so, of the culture for it you he's know? so detailed can you imagine him doing that with the Avengers the Avengers oh man it should, should be amazing it would be amazing for sure cause I'm sure a, a lot of people are like a lot of people go man I wanna see him and I don't mind this I don't mind this thought process but like I wanna see him take on another black superhero like I wanna see him do a Miles Morales movie or I wanna see him do and I like that idea but I don't want him to fall into the only uh, black he does, the, he does the black heroes the black guy does the black heroes. It's like, he should be able to fucking take on the biggest fucking property that you guys have because he brought you guys uh, a total of over $2 billion in with these two fucking movies. The same way the Russos brought you guys in. I mean, that's kind of what they did, right? They fucking, this Winter Soldier made $700 million and then Civil War made one point something billion dollars and Ryan Cooley did the same thing and he ain't need no Robert Downey Jr. to do it. So, I think he should be given an opportunity. Me personally, but speaking of, you have anything to say about that? I'm sorry. No, no, I, I actually agree. I share. I mean, you share the same thought process. Yeah, on that. That. Yeah, yeah, he deserves a chance, bro. Like he really, he really does. But speak, speaking of, of, of making money and just shocking the fuck out of everybody, like it's about Avatar. Shocking bro. who? Not me. I knew that shit was gonna fucking do fire. You knew it was gonna fucking. Oh uh, yeah, that the fun. first one was amazing. You don't like the Avatar series. I, I well, love that shit. Well, I haven't seen it yet because I haven't actually had time to go see it yet. But I plan to go I'm not going to say it, I dislike it. I just not. A, I'm not a fan of it. I never thought it yeah. was because I, you know, like me with movies, it's not even about like the special effects. Like I love older movies, so the special effects don't even have to be like the greatest. But I love the narrative. If the story is good, I can look past almost anything. But the narrative of the first one just wasn't that impressive to me. It was a kind of a generic story. I don't think anybody has ever said like. Even James Cameron. The thing we love about the movie is that James Cameron and how he directed and the special effects um, that he brought to the screen at that time we had never seen with the first Avatar. And I, like you said, I haven't seen the second one either. But from what I heard about the second one, they say that the fucking special effects, the things that he was do, able to do with the underwater scenes, he took it again to another fucking level. We forget James Cameron is one of them guys. Like, he's a he's an icon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he, He's come to remind everybody. So, like... From that aspect, I knew it would be interesting, but I didn't think um, people would be like that interested in it like that. But I think it's kind of like the Top Gun effect, right? Where it's like 
If it's if a movie's really really good, you don't need social media. It doesn't matter yeah. what people on social media say. It doesn't matter what people in the newspaper are saying. If a movie is really fucking good, word of mouth will bring people to that fucking movie. And we saw that shit. And I, we, I, I, yeah, they had a billion, I believe. Yeah, uh, a little, a little over, a little over yeah, a billion, a little over a billion. Yeah. That a little over a billion. They're going to keep fucking going. You know James Cameron. Uh, yeah. He'll re-release this bitch re-release 15 times. Money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's shooting for the world record, bro, for sure. I know that's what the fuck he's doing because the first movie broke records. Right. That shit broke, broke world records. It's the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. So he's, I know he's going to try to outdo himself, dog. That's just how he's going to go. If right. this one doesn't do it, he's going to aim for three or four to do it, for right. sure. And I think he's he's reignited the interest, too, with this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, definitely. Fucking like, 10 years apart or however many years apart. And, more than that. And you know what? Like, I think what you just said about how you didn't, you weren't really like into the narrative of the first one didn't impress you too much. I think the the effects and the CGI were part of like the narrative itself. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. let me explain a little bit what I mean. Like, it it was the soldier, right? I mean, at this point, those it's been an old movie, guys. So right. Spoiler alert, just in right. case. But like, yeah, this, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. At this point, uh, a soldier discovering a tribe that he didn't have a lot, a whole lot of mercy for in the beginning. Then he starts to see and like explore the wonders of it, which was where the CGI and the effects come from. Right. I think that was that was really like the aesthetic behind it that really like got a lot of people. You know what I mean? Not that it was just pretty colors, but like you're discovering it with the main character. You right. know what I mean? You're, you're starting to see the beauty behind it, and the CGI and the effects of it really pushed it. You see what right. I'm saying? Like it really pushed the colors. It really pushed all of it while he's discovering it all, while he's seeing the beauty of the nature of that world. You see what I'm saying? So I mean. Whether you're, you know you're a huge fan of the story or not, I think I think the adventure of discovering and really realizing that the nature of that world was, you know what I mean, it was supposed to be beautiful and the CGI and stuff. I think that was like perfect, perfect mix. I think that's what what grasped, grabbed a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, yeah, and, and, you know the time too, like is the, the motion capture. I mean, they they had been motion capture before then, mm. but like to this extent where it was like yeah, this that's, that was a whole new screen. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah that shit was whole, amazing. It was a whole new fucking deal. Love it. So I heard this one is like it pushed the standard again, and like they they it's it did some amazing shit. Let me just I have the numbers here. So it's what was it? Uh, it made so it made this is past weekend made another sixty three million dollars I believe just at the domestic box office I believe, Oof. and that's it for so it dropped so in between this is third weekend out right mm. in between its second and third weekend had a zero percent drop. That's that's damn near unheard of. Like it, it literally did the same exact numbers the second week. As the third week, I mean third week as the second week. Damn. So and it's a long ass movie. That motherfucker's like three hours. Or something? That's what I'm saying. I heard yeah. a lot of people saying like, I gotta go back and see it. Man, I didn't catch everything and everything. So like, it could be that as well. Right. So man, shout out to James Cameron. Man, he does the thing. James Cameron, he always pushes the envelope, and he's all like, I mean, he's about the fucking. This guy's a fucking. He's a wild boy, man. So I don't even know how to say because like, he's he got the fucking deepest, you know, he has the deepest sea dive and all that shit. Like, yeah. he's a fucking. Adventurer man, he does whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's how you should live your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Create great art, give it to the people, and you know, make a lot of money and just do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> right. They fucking yeah, tell you, the cr- they fucking tell you you're crazy for making an avatar fucking twelve years apart. You laugh at them and you make a billion dollars. Oh yeah, that's what you do. And fuck yeah, what? I'm, I'm glad that he. And I read something that said that he's thinking of uh, part three coming out in two years and then hopefully if things go according to his plan without any interruption he thinks part four two years after that right right yeah, so I don't think that'd be bad it's better than fucking 12 years in between for sure I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that yeah absolutely but when, when is the next one supposed to come out the next one uh, let's see if he said two years from now what is that 2025 20, around there 25 25 okay Okay, that's better than twelve years. That's shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But he, this motherfucker's already talking about four and five. Uh-huh. He's talking. I saw him, saw him saying something about like they're gonna, they're gonna. He doesn't give a fuck about spoilers or anything. Too. I love that shit because yeah. he's kind. He reminds me of like George. I mean, him and George Lucas are cool, right? Like, yeah. And the things I love about them is like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, man, you gotta, you gotta see this. You gotta experience. It doesn't matter if I'm telling you about it or not. It's like I gotta, you gotta experience it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta experience it. And he's like, they're gonna be another. I think the Navi. Have another uh, Navi tribe, is that what they're called? Yeah, there's gonna be another Navi tribe, he said, like based in fire or yeah, some shit like that. Ash tribe, yeah, or something Ash, like yeah, that. yeah. That's I saw, gonna, I saw that too. Be, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, yeah, yeah, interesting take for sure. Um, damn, I was, I was gonna say something completely, completely lost the track, but Avatar, yeah, about Avatar, completely lost track of what I was gonna say. Hmm. It'll come back to me, it'll come back to me, yeah, it'll come back to me. All right, let's move. Let's move on. We gotta get into into something, you know, so comics. Depressing. 
But, uh, you know, depressing comments, because that's what DC stands for. Right. No, but, <laughs> no, but uh, I got the That's point. fucking sad that that works, that that joke works. It does. <laughs> depressing comics, holy shit. It does. No, but uh, the f- I don't think it, it wasn't released, but the Flash promo, promo images from the Flash uh, movie, their promotional run, I think, leaked online. And those images have been like floating around the internet. You got a chance to see that? Yeah, where it was two flashes, a Supergirl, Michael see, Keaton, uh, Michael Batman. Keaton, Batman. Yeah, like to get because that, that's that is the team of the movie or whatever. We've known that for quite some time. <laughs> that promo uh, art looked pretty bad, dog. That yeah, promo yeah, art yeah. did look pretty yeah, it did look good. I feel like, what I'll be honest, with you, I feel like the person who looked the worst was Ezra Miller, like prime Ezra Miller, like you know, uh, Earth One Ezra Miller, like in that and that fucking. Uh, he had on that suit that Arnold Schwarzenegger had on and uh, where he was an action hero or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He looked just like that. Like, literally. That's that's the one that, that had, like, the injustice-looking helmet. Yeah, I on? don't like the material of the suit, like, whatsoever. It doesn't look good. I don't mind the glowy the glowy electrical parts around. I don't mind that. That, that part I don't mind, but the actual I, well, the suit itself is a little with, off. Here's my thing with the glowing. Because I think, like, the Flash has, like, a perfect suit. Like, like that doesn't need to be, like, too busy. Like, even when you do, like, the new 52 like add-ons with the lines and stuff it still works but like to me the line should be like barely visible unless he's like using the like powering up right yes. okay yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. should see okay. the lines yeah I got like, it just like being this fucking like glow stick dude it's like man he just looks funny he just looks funny and like you said this helmet just looks I, it made me we complained about that fucking uh, Snyder Universe uh, Flash suit when it came out and fuck I miss that suit now like <laughs> like jeez I miss that fucking suit like compared to that, but I think it's funny that the other Ezra Miller, the uh, let's, uh, whatever, I'm the one that didn't harass all these let's, people. Let's call him Earth. The one who didn't harass him. The one, that, yeah, he's from all the. Universe. He had like a weird ass fat neck thing going on with his suit. Well, that's because it's 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 Michael Keaton's suit. It's his it's his Batman Returns suit. That's why you see the big armor plating. Right. It's his it's his Batman Returns suit with the neck that doesn't you know turn and shit. And it's it's he cut off the ears and painted it red and put a lightning bolt on top of it. He doesn't have a suit of his own because this Barry Allen is not the Flash. Hmm. This is I think I think he I read something that he, he still has his mother and stuff like that. Dude, this movie sounds like a fucking disaster, dog. Well, I mean, you know, it's not gonna get it's not like it's gonna get a sequel or anything like that. So yeah, right, just, I'm interested to see like what it is. Gunslinging James you know Gunn out here, knocking shit out the park. This is like the one thing that I'm okay with him shooting though. I'm 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 interested to see what happens with Sasha Call, right? Because she's gone, right? More than likely. And that's that's a uh, super Supergirl. Girl? Okay. Yeah, she's she's she seems like I mean I've never seen her act. I think she came from like soaps and stuff. I never watched her act, but she's a pretty girl, man. You know, I hope the best for her. But yeah, maybe maybe this movie does enough for her to find like you know it, it does. Yeah, maybe maybe her performance is so great that you know that at least even if she doesn't this doesn't get another sequel, it'll like yeah, it'll, it'll boost, boost her career. career a little bit. Yeah, yeah hopefully. So hopefully it's still it's yeah. still a good decision. Keep her afloat a little bit, you know, right. or you know give her or shit maybe give her some like you know main role in some great yeah. series on. Something better, you know. I think you know. I think the thing with Michael Keaton, Batman, like you know, looking back and looking back and them thinking about like potentially like having him be like the Nick Fury, whatever the rumors were, right before you know the new regime came in for Warner Brothers, mm. whatever those rumors were. Like, yeah, that, that was that was fucking silly, right? When you really look at it. But like this idea of just him coming back now that we know this is like a one and done thing, right? Because the universe is getting rebooted. This is a one and done thing, likely. I think this is a nice treat then when you look at it like that. It's a nice treat for him to come back for fans of Michael Keaton Batman or fans of like the different iterations of DC. Like, you know, because we're probably going to see some other things as Flash like travels through the universes or, or whatever it is. So I think it's 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 a nice treat regardless. You know what I'm saying? So I think that right. that part I'll still enjoy. And I think, you know, hopefully, I think I'll, hopefully the fucking special effects are cool and the running scenes and fight scenes are cool. We still don't know, like, who... Well, okay, we know the rumors about the movie, right? right. That it's like, you know, fucking... He goes to all the timeline. Fucking Superman's dead. Supergirl's there. Zod and all this other shit. They, that's supposed to be the big rumor or whatever. I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. But we know that it's not going anywhere. And I feel like that takes some of the... I don't want to say the stress, but it takes some of, like, my... Ki- not ki- how do I say it? Like, the, I guess, pressure? Yes. Like, some of the pressure off the Even movie. Even for you know? me as a viewer, like, right. it's like... Well, I don't have this pressure. It's almost like a one-shot it. comic kind of now. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, it don't really matter what happens here. It's not going to affect yeah, it in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great example, yeah. like a one-shot comic. 
it's like a one shot comic. So you know, hopefully, hopefully it turns out good. Real quick for anybody that don't know what a one shot comic is, I and mean, it's a comic that doesn't like affect or even it's like not an ongoing series. It's like an ongoing series, and it's, it doesn't affect the continuity of the main story of right. anything. So it's one one comic, one in one out kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. Right. So did you see this? Did you see fucking? Um, did you see Misha Collins? I think it's how you say his name. Castiel from uh, Castiel Super, from Supernatural. Shout out Castiel from yeah. Supernatural. He's an amazing character. Uh, it's Two Faced there. Yeah, he's Two Faced. Okay, here's my thing. With this. And that well, was in all, uh, that was in that show, right? Gotham, uh, Gotham Knights. Gotham. First of all, yeah, I saw they were like applying the mold to his face yeah, to like yeah. make to make the the whatever the 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 Two Face uh, look or whatever. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. But I, if anybody remembers, we talked about this on this show very early on last season. We talked about Gotham Knights. And I, trust me, I'm not talking about this because I have any interest in Gotham Knights. I just want to talk about the hypocrisy. Right. Those motherfuckers, I remember them coming out and saying, like, he would most definitely not be Two-Faced in the first season. The show hasn't even come out. And he's Two-Faced. And he's Two-Faced. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this screams... How is this show still going? Like, of all the things... Because you, the CW... I thought James Gunn was, like, was trying no, 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 to collect, no. like, make everything into one giant verse. Right, but... So how this works... I mean, he, that's his plan, right? But the CW still has, has licensed these characters, right, for whatever the duration is. When that's up, you know, that'll maybe, whatever, revert to Warner Bros. And obviously, Warner Bros. is not gonna sell another show to them or whatever. But the shows that they already had licensed, you, there's nothing that you could really do about that. You know what I'm I mean, it's not like they have any fucking key characters, anyways. It's just fucking right. It's like we talked about this. Yeah, you right. said like you said last season, like middle early on. Right. And holy, holy C list hero Batman. Yeah, I say it was pretty atrocious. Yeah, it's yeah. The it's idea was pretty shitty too. It was, it's, yeah, it's, Turner Hayes and all that. Yeah, it's which I still stupid. think they're gonna do a fucking switcheroo and be like he's he's Tim Drake or some was born Tim Drake but adopted as Turner yeah, Hayes Turner to Hayes, protect yeah. his identity. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. fuck ass some shit. fucking stupid shit. Yeah. But yeah, so you're not interested in that show at all. But I just think it's funny that they like already rely because they know probably like that that they're not gonna get a, a fucking second season, likely, yeah. right? Yeah, probably not. You know, the CW is changing kind of gears. They're kind of like talking about going towards a different audience base, a little bit of an older base. I think they're trying to chase after that CBS base, which is like a lot of the you know fifties, sixties you know, people who you know watch TV on a Monday night and just in the living room or whatever, not not football, but. Or, or Tuesday night, Thursday night, whatever. Right. Friday night. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But um, this is chasing after a different base. So I don't think they uh, they know, like, probably, like, okay, we, we've got probably one shot of this. And even then, not likely that we're, because, you know, James Gunn's coming along. So, like, it's unlikely that they even get a season two. They're just probably, like, going for it. They're just going for it. Like, fuck it, Two-Face. Fuck it. There's, like, a Hail Mary throw? Yeah, put a Joker in there. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> just don't call him Joker, right? Just, right, just don't call him Joker. Like Gotham. Like Gotham. Listen, I fucking love that though. Actually, I fucking love that. Actually, I have a I have a love hate relationship with. I I hated Gotham when I was taking it serious. Like when I was when I started when I started to just enjoy it for what it was. I know you could say that about a lot of things, right? But like specifically with Gotham, like Gotham is so bad that it's good. Like it's so fucking silly. The first season, I, I was I was I was hooked for the first season. The first season like kind of takes itself seriously. Yeah. It's like you know, they're actually but, but, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. The first no, it season. wasn't. Yeah, I like, like the whole James. Uh, that one says James <laughs> James Gordon against right. the whole world, basically. Shit, and James Gunn living yeah, right yeah, yeah, in your head. Well. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate this guy. <laughs> Even in my personal space, he's oh fucking my in God. my brain. Did you okay. tell me he was in one of your dreams last week. No, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> just running around. Tied me to a fucking chair. Was tearing up my art book and sketchbooks and shit. It's like no, oh, canceled. I thought, you were, canceled. I thought you were gonna say something canceled. else after tied you up. Like no. but anyway. <laughs> Ever since that Jason Momoa joke you said like an episode ago, bro, you've been on some weird shit. <laughs> you've been on some weird shit. <laughs> nah, but the first season of Gotham, right? James Gordon, bro. This motherfucker was for real. Like he was like, what was he? Like a marine in the shit that came out, you know, right out the service and became Gordon? a detective. Yeah, yeah, Gordon. Uh, he was in the military right before that, and he came out yeah. and then was like fresh out. He yeah. was, and he was going ham on the whole fucking P- Gotham PD yeah. and against. He was the like villains, super. Though. He was like super uh, stiff and like super like uh, you know good guy. Yeah, it's like it didn't like, matter if it was him against the world. If it was go, right. It was right. Right. He had to go against this super corrupt and city then, and everything. And fucking here comes season two. He comes through with a fucking Justin Bieber haircut, and everything was different. Though. That just sucked. I was like, I it definitely. Well, I'll say this about like because like, fucking hairstyle weird. changes and stuff like that. Like it seemed like too like they didn't. Which I kind of, I, I grew to like this about the show. In the beginning, it was like, okay, let's really seem like we're in the, um, you know, not too distant past. Because mm. it was like, okay, there, there's cell phones, but they're like, 
old classic. Yeah, know? they never really give a year, right? Like right. They, they kept it ambiguous, right? Right, because it was like okay, Bruce is twelve and he's supposed to be you know Batman in whatever ten years, fifteen yeah. years or something like that. Then let's say this is the early two thousands. That makes sense if you're if you're thinking about ending the show in whatever two thousand seventeen, eighteen, whatever. It makes sense to then do the time skip. Uh, then, but then as the show went on, it seemed to like kind of like be like a timeless show. So like the devices and things that they would need and stuff, it really didn't matter. It could exist at any any time, time period, right? Period, which I kind of appreciated because you know it kind of reminded me of Batman the animated series because Batman mm-hmm. animated series was like visually aesthetically was it seemed like it was in the forties, but then they pull out cell phones and fucking just thinking, this motherfucker had a big ass computer in the back cave. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck computer? He should <laughs> a have computer. a fucking computer. He should be in the back cave with a fucking <laughs> typewriter. Like, but he's got a big ass computer with a big HD screen. Yeah. Like, 180, 180. Yeah. Uh, Dude had a smart TV in 1992. Like, just, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a city that looked like 1940. You couldn't, yeah. you can't, you can't yeah. make this shit up. And then the new adventures of Batman came and it was apparently still connected just like some years later. Yeah, it was, it was just, everybody looked a little more modern. Yeah. It was like, that was the 40s. This is like, you know. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It was like, this is the 40s and this is like, you know later 50s or something like this starting to get a little darker it's starting to you know the American dream is dying I'm, just, <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding I'm kidding American dream is like but yeah man like <laughs> American dream is dying alright oh man fucking <laughs> but speaking of uh, DC and comic book characters and everything go back let's we'll talk about let's switch to Superman for a second the comics the comics right, right. let's right. talk about Superman for a okay. second the comics it's fucking. We talked about this last episode. The identity I, uh, thing, right? The identity thing. We yeah. did. We talk about it. Yeah, we talked about this. It last wasn't episode. one of those episodes. It was this season for sure. For Cameron sure. Was first or second episode. Right, right. But we talked about this for sure. Like Superman getting his. Uh, yeah, because we talked about the whole status quo, the family, yeah. and stuff like that. Correct, correct. And, and we gave we gave like you know hypotheses and shit of how the fuck right. he was going to lose his identity, right? Right. How he, how he regain it? Right. Right. Rather. How oh, he regain his yeah, yeah, yeah. identity? So Superman regained his secret identity, and I don't think anybody saw it coming. Um, in the way that it came, I thought it was going to be an. Uh, we said Miss Pedalik, you know. We, we we thought of other characters. We thought of you know time travel. We thought of just whatever. Mm. But they have been building up. To, I don't. I won't say they, maybe they've been building up to. They've used things in the past because they said that Lexus, basically his last two schemes, kind of have like all led to this. He's been doing these things in the shadows. You think Lex is like up to his usual tricks and he's you know building up a great battle with Superman, but it's like. After everything, because this is all after Dark Crisis and everything too. After everything that he has faced, everything that Lex has seen and gone through, he has come to a, a singular conclusion: the world needs Superman. Like he now believes that the world needs Superman. He's given in, and he actually believes that the world needs Superman. But he's still a fucking super villain. So like Lex is like attempting to help. I was reading an article about this earlier, and it's like he's. He's attempting to help Superman, but in this evil ass way. So he, you know, using different devices from his previous schemes and using Manchester Black, he fucking straps Manchester Black up to this machine and cranks his like telepathic powers up to like, you know, a gazillion, which and uses it to give a, a basically a hypnotic suggestion to the entire world that erases the knowledge of their of Superman's identity from the world. This fucking kills Manchester Black. So they've killed Manchester Black off. Who knows? You know, the comic books he might be back. Real quick, Manchester Black. That's the dude with the British, British yes. flag, the black trench coat, purple Correct. hair. Correct. Right? Like a Correct. gothic was, emo Keanu Reeves kind of, right? Correct. Okay. And if you remember, he was just with Superman on War Room on and everything. So, you know, that's definitely affects Superman in a big way. Um... But he killed Manchester Black to do this because saying that like for Superman to truly be able to lead the Earth into the future and to protect everybody, the world can't know that he's Clark Kent. Because right. what, what do you say? I, I thought I read a quote that, or I, I read one of the panels, and he he says something along the line of, "You can't stand amongst us. You have to stand above us, or some shit." Like I, that, I, got, right? I, I don't. Well, I don't. I didn't read the whole thing. I just I had this one panel. Hold on, let me see. I was reading some of it, and I, I gotta, I gotta admit, bro, Luke Lex Luthor was giving off like lunatic vibes, bro. Yeah, like I've seen, like, I've seen people say that. I have, I'm not up to date on the action comics and everything, but they yeah. say like it seems like he's acting like irrational. he's losing it. Yeah, he's yeah, losing yeah. Because yeah. usually, I mean, when you see Lex, Lex is like kind of well kinda, put together, kind of well put together. Even even when he's losing, he still kind of seems just like you know, 
like put together, still right in his mind. But in, could, in this comic there, panel, looked a little. Could there be something bigger at play? I, I, I could, hope some, so. could somebody be fucking with Lex? Maybe. I hope this isn't like the the peak of it because it's just like oh. Well, just, it's, no, Lex is gonna be in the new ongoing series. Okay, then yeah. So then I'm series. sure there's something but, weird. Well, 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 let me let me also before I tell you like, this new status quo for him because he tells Superman that he, he's done this. And he like he's so like you say, yeah he, he flat out admitted afraid. he did this he yeah. offhandedly like just says he killed Manchester Black which gives Superman the proof that he needs Lex to lock Lex Luthor away mm-hmm. he says he's acting irrationally but he's going to be in prison I believe at the beginning of um, of uh, the Superman next arc, series right? the new Superman series right uh, Superman number one but I, I have so I found a panel here hold on. Yeah, so he hooks up Manchester Black's machine, flips a switch. This whole energy pulse goes over the over the world, and then so it shows like Perry White. I got a panel here. It shows Perry White like he's meeting with like Clark Kent's uh, dad and that in the um, John's uh, love interest. And like all of a sudden, like, as he's talking to them, like he can't remember like why he's speaking to them. Right. So like, he, like his friends, like automatically they start remembering. But then here's the thing, though. So Clark goes to tell Perry. He goes to tell Perry again. Of course, you know me. I'm Clark Kent. I'm Superman. And fucking Perry falls down and starts to die. Like he's like like a cardiac arrest or some shit. Right? It was like yes. a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I yes. saw that too. Because Lex has not just he's added something else to like the mix. It's not just a. It's like. It's not like that thing where, like, Spider-Man made everybody forget, and then if he takes his mask off, it comes back. No, 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 no. So, Lex really wants it, like, nobody to know that Superman is Clark Kent. So, if a person was to find out that Superman is Clark Kent, they'd die. they just, uh, they die. Well, they'd start to die, because it looked like Perry survived from what it looked like. And we know he's going to be in the ongoing, right? But, like, your body will start to die. If you find out this knowledge, Lex Luthor's a maniac. Lex Luthor's a maniac. He's turned Superman's secret identity into a weapon. This dude has lost it. Hmm. They start to die. That's, that's wild. But looks like Lois, 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 and the family are all good because they were inside the force field. That protected them from certain stuff like this, like at the house. And they said the Justice League and everybody, you know, the, the people that need to know. The Justice League, the Teen Titans, um, Batman said somebody else. Um, the, just the heroes that they know that already know his secret and stuff, they are protected because uh, Martian Manhunter has protected them from like telepathic blasts and stuff like that. Right. So like all of them were retained in memory. But like his, his close friends and everything like that, the people that, you know, that he, he had told and now... Like they don't know he's Superman anymore. Which, so which it's is, like it's, it's wild though because there's a panel here where Superman's talking to Batman and he's just like, yeah, but then what about everybody else? Because there's videos, there's articles out there, right. me and John, and like just talking about he who says we that are. They become distorted, like they, right. people can't even make them out, like or their mind tells them they're seeing something else. Yeah, see, here's see, I found the panel that I was talking about earlier. He goes, but to do this, there must be sac- this is Lex to, this is Lex to, to Superman. Superman. He goes, but to do that, there must be sacrifices. The world needs to believe you are a god. That you are above them, not one of them, right? And that, that's fucking wild for Lex to say some shit like that because he he, he always hated the hated idea. idea. That, but I think he sees that like the like we were talking about before, like the Earth going, you know, becoming a bigger part of the galaxy. It needs someone to guide it through that, and you know that Superman because he has chosen Earth. Yeah, but you know this this Luna, he's psychotic as shit. He, yeah, he so thinks he's going to answer, but under under his rule, under right. his like, type of way, under yeah, his, under his leadership. Right. So Lex is a fucking psychopath, though. and it, it does look like he's losing it, bro. Like, if you go through that whole comic, he looks like he's just straight up losing his shit. It could be a ploy. It could be him acting for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Maybe this is all part of a bigger plan. Or somebody is fucking with Lex. Who knows? But it's just... Because this is, like, mad, like, evil genius-y shit that, like... Lex has always been an evil genius, but it, it, it just goes toward more, like, he has nothing to lose kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Because, like, he flat out told Superman he killed Manchester. Like, he actually did in the beginning of that comic. So he killed I'm Manchester. sure. I mean, I'm sure, like, they got Lex in prison where, but I'm sure Lex will break out or, oh, or probably, probably. Or get out. You know, I, 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 I'm cool with Lex doing this. I kind of wished it wasn't on some vil- on a villainous tip, though. Like, I kind of wish they would have tapped in. Because I always, and I, it doesn't seem like it's canon anymore, right, that him and Lex were friends as children. Mm. But I wish they would have brought that back into canon and, like, kind of made that be, like, kind of the influence of him finally, like, kind of change his ways a little bit. Like kind of give back in into that friendship because him knowing that 
Superman is Clark Kent would, you know, kind of take some of that hatred away because Clark Kent was his first friend, only friend. So, but the, the way they decided to do it, I'm okay with it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and keeping it classic, keeping it, he's still like his greatest enemy. But now he's trying to be like his greatest help, but his or greatest ally rather. Gonna be his greatest ally, but he's still doing it in a villainous way. It's still interesting, but I think it would have been cool if we would have like saw them like you know have the flashbacks of their relationship and stuff. Like that would have been cool, and they could have like developed that more. Because I like the idea of Lex being like an anti-hero, anti-villain, whatever you want to call it. Like him just being like a straight up evil dude. It's kind of excuse me. I like him being ambiguous. I I don't mind. I don't, I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I'd agree on, on them being like childhood friends or anything. Because I, I feel like that's. <laughs> That's too small villish for me, but I mean, it's not I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind him being like on the fence for certain things. You know what I mean? Because you know he benefits from certain scenarios. He, he sometimes he benefits when the heroes prevail, depending on who the villain is that they just defeated, right? Right. And then sometimes he benefits when the villains prevail, depending on what the heroes are doing. So you're right. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the fence every now and then, more so. You know what I mean? Right. To I, be fair, it's not a. I get what you're saying, but it's not a smallville idea. It's a. It's it, take it back to the Silver Age, the '60s. Like in the Superboy comic books, so when they showed the the origin of, uh, like in the 1960s, they showed the origin of the hatred between Lex Luthor and Superman. They showed that uh, when Clark was Superboy in Smallville, um, Lex Luthor was his Superboy's best friend. And like he had hair and stuff like that, and he was a bully genius and stuff like that, but he didn't have a lot of money. And he was trying to put together this experiment, and he caused this fire, and he would have died. And Superboy blew out the fire, but him blowing out the fire, he like somehow like blew some of it. Not blew some of it on the Lex. I forgot exactly how. He fucking blew and fucking Lex's hair fucking came off. He caused Lex to be bald or whatever, like accidentally. But he saved his life. And then from that day, like, and this is obviously the Silver Age, so it's a little bit more goofy or whatever. Later on, you remember reading that comic, uh, Superman Birthright? Right. That's a great, like, uh, modernization of that whole idea where it's like Lex was doing this experiment where he was trying to, like, reach out to aliens or whatever. He was really, like, picking up old signals from Krypton and stuff and, like, the experiment was going to explode and Clark had to stop it and then like it blew up and he kind of like blamed him uh, for it and they, they like ended their friendship or whatever. He thought he thought he stopped him from like succeeding and doing something great but he really saved his life. So like I love that, that you know that they have the when they have like that history it makes it like stronger. I think the, the issue with it and the reason a lot of people get rid of it is that like it's hard to explain that if this guy grew up with Clark Kent that he doesn't know he's Superman. I think that's why people like trying to like stay away from it. But this, to me, I think you could have brought it back because now he's one of the people that knows Superman is Clark Kent. You know what I'm saying? He wants to protect that secret. So I think that that would have been a good opportunity to bring that concept back. That's what I'm saying. But I'm okay with how they did it, though. I'm okay with how they did it. I love how Batman says to Superman, um, I'm reading this panel here, like, is this kind of like a good thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, because didn't you miss uh, Clark Kent? You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't you miss Clark Kent? Like, and everything. And then also I love how he brought up, like, did you really want Lois like to continue to be relegated? Like everything that Lois has done, she's the greatest reporter on the fucking planet. She has kind of become relegated to being Superman's wife. Yeah, like that's where that's that's the bracket she's gonna be forever being. Right. Yeah. So I like that he was like, yeah, he was like, damn, you know, Lois never complains, but I'm sure she's you know happy to be getting her own identity back. And it's like, so I love that that confirms too the Superman the the um the uh, the Kent family is still intact, so people will still know that you know. Clark and John, and so that, that's cool, man. But what's this whole thing? I still, we still got to see what the fuck is going on in this whole John got a new identity thing. Yeah, so like, did, did Lex limit it? So just, yeah, you know I mean, no, was, it says because he said this because Batman said the Superman. He was like, nobody recognizes you or John. So why does he need a new identity? Maybe he goes somewhere else and he needs it. It's undercover missions. What do you think? Maybe he's out of space. Out of space. Yeah, Ooh, that could be interesting better, too. Hmm. Yeah. Somewhere where he doesn't want to be recognized as Superman's son per se, because maybe the Ooh. maybe the symbol of the House of L is like dangerous in that part of the oh, universe. Or shit, when know? he has to be fucking, you know, I don't know, fucking. Maybe they bring. This is just literally me hypothesizing. I don't know shit, guys, but like maybe Zod's like taking over a part of like a section of the galaxy, and in order to infiltrate him, he has to wear the House of like Zod's like symbol or some shit Ooh. to act like he's like part of the army instead of the House of L, because you know it'll get him killed. Right, he has to take on like a different name, or maybe take on uh, what are they called? Um, what are the? They're like ancient Kryptonians that move to a different part of the galaxy. Trelorian. There you go. Maybe he wears like a Trelorian, Trelorian like symbol on his chest instead. Well, they showed him the new suit. He still has on the Superman symbol, oh, but like okay. I get you saying, like in the arc, he has yeah, to like take maybe it on, change it up a little bit. You know? It could also be like an Earth thing. Like he has to like 
like adapt to like a new like Earth identity for like whatever reason, and then, then you could bring in like some Earth uh, Easter eggs. Like maybe he uses like or maybe maybe lane or something. Right? Maybe it know? ties into the fact that if they find out who he actually is, they die. Right? Mm. So maybe it ties into something like that. It could be as simple as that. Probably. Right. So he's really trying to make it so like yeah. no one he doesn't risk anybody's right. life, right? Right. Including right, the people right. he loves and type shit, you know? Because that adds a whole new depth to like the whole secret identity thing. I think this is really a genius idea. It's, it's really. Because it really adds a whole new layer. It's not just like, you're not just fearful that like his identity will get outed. Because you know, we know comic books, right? We're like, all right, well, fucking Italy, they'll forget. He'll say it was a robot or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, this is like, now it adds a whole other layer of depth to it where it's like, the character could die if they figure out. So Superman really has to make sure like nobody figures out who he is. That's fucking crazy. And you know what? Like, I'm just playing, I'm I'm just here throwing ideas out, right? And this this one's going to be slightly controversial. It would be kind of cool, in my opinion, my opinion, if if John got a new suit, right? Different color scheme. I think it'd be kind of cool. Well, he's got the blue. It was the blue and white, right? The blue and white. The the lightning, well, not lightning. Yeah, but I mean, like when when because that's that's because they're doing that that like that whole blue red energy thing, right? Right, right, right. right. But this this just regular suit when he's back to normal type shit, just a different color scheme. Same House of El symbol and everything, just a different color scheme. Mm, what you thinking? I don't know. Uh, maybe darker colors. Maybe more of like what a if you, what if you like stealth like, colors. You know what, what I mean? if you had like green and red in there, like as a Jor-El homage? There you go. Because he'd be like the only modern one with those colors. And it would make sense because he disappeared for like what fifteen years, or whatever, or some shit like nah, that. Wasn't 15. <laughs> yeah, every like time that we talk like about 10, this, you extend years. the years. Like the last episode, I swear to God, you were talking about this, and you said like, yeah, he was gone for like seven years. So like, it was five years, but like same shit. Yeah, whatever, you know, know what I'm fifteen saying. years and five years, the same same shit. I, I, he left the kid, came back an adult. You know what I mean? He was, what, like 10 when he left? I, I'm glad you do art and not math because <laughs> that's not your 14. 15 and 5 is a lot. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. <laughs> same shit. Yeah, he same. came back and he was an adult in comic years, though. Well, no, well, he can't. Well, he came right. back a late teen. All right. For sure. But he left. He was 13. No, he was 12. He was 12 when he left. Right, because they, they let him be Superboy for two years or whatever. He left, came back at 17, and then he was 17 for that arc until he went to uh, the, uh, the 31st century with the Legion. And he came back, he was 18. So, okay, cool, cool. So, still. Okay, I mean, that's still like. Still, you, say you know, he like. Yeah, you say he when was, he came back to real time, he was like 18 ish, right? Okay, right. so, I mean, that, right. he was gone for a good you amount of years. You said 15 so. years, though. That's whatever. What yeah. But anyway, man, yeah, that's that's just crazy, bro. Like, it, we're going to a real interesting era of Superman. Like, I'm gonna be super excited to be reading these comic books. Like, I gotta catch up. I'm 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 behind. I'm I'm on um, I'm still on Kal-El Returns. Like, I just I I'm still on that. I finished. That's the, after War World. Yeah, I finished the War World arc, and then Kal-El Returns is like right after that. You get like it's like a, I don't know how many parts to that, and then let's get get into this new thing with Lex and everything. But I had to, of course, like check out it, check out the secret identity thing. And I'm like, man, this is huge news. We right. gotta talk about it. But fuck, man, like this shit is interesting. Oh, yeah. But anyway, moving on. I think it's the last thing. We, yeah, we had to. We had to, this is the last thing we had to wrap up. I was kind of mad, confused by this shit. Like what we're about to talk about next. Were you? You you referring to Batman and Spawn? Yes, yeah. referring to Batman. And Spawn. I, I was. It was. I felt like I missed something at first. Yeah, you know I mean, like yes. maybe there was a uh, comic panel missing, or maybe there was an issue before this. But I, as you read on, it starts to connect just a little, I guess. So um, to make more sense as it goes uh, on, a little bit because they they kept a couple things still like in the dark there. Like who the fuck was that 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 court of owl person that that was like disappearing into the dark and coming out and yeah, that was antagonizing yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. and Spawn. Like, who the fuck was that? Right, and it seemed like he was from Spawn's world. Yeah, because he kept saying he's trying to get he was back to get home. Yeah, he was trying to get home. So right, like, right. oh shit, and it seemed <laughs> like he was trying to get home, and you know, for whatever reason, he had been locked into to uh, into Gotham, and not just that, it was like the revelation that like, so real quick, let's explain this real quick. So, um, for whatever reason, so the Court of the Owls and this Batman Spawn crossover, the Court of the Owls. Um, are bringing Batman and Spawn together. Uh, Spawn are trying to kill Batman or whatever, so they can take over Gotham for good or whatever. And they're prom- they're they're tricking Spawn into thinking that you know Batman's a demon or something like that. And if he kills Batman, he can he can he can gain his uh, 
his uh, wife's soul, right? Right. Wanda's soul. Obviously not true, but right. that's what they've convinced them of. Right, right. And then Batman, they want Batman to eventually think that he can regain his mother's soul if he, you know, defeats Spawn or whatever. Batman, I love how Batman wasn't going for any of that shit. Nah, Batman, I mean, he's not dumb. He's, he's like, not, not desperate. Yeah. He's like, come on, get the fuck out of here. My mom's been dead for a minute. And, and what was it? They told Spawn that a black beast had his wife's soul. Right. So when he saw Batman, he automatically assumed this was that motherfucker. Right, right, right. Okay. And right. it was on site. Spawn started whooping his ass when they fucking first came over. So it was a lot of stuff that like didn't like they uncovered as it went on. It was like it was like they dropped you into an established story almost. Like, okay, so the Court of the Owls in this iteration of the DC universe is connected to a bunch of other different courts in other dimensions. Because mm-hmm. he was saying, like, because Spawn was like, there's a court in every dimension. And there's our version of the court, you know, he it's said, the his, court right, priest, the court of the priests. And they kill, he said, which was interesting, I love, to me, because um, this book is drawn by uh, Greg Capullo, right? Right. And, you know, from the famous, first of all, Greg Capullo is famous for Spawn first, before he even did Batman. So that's why this is also, like, a huge deal, because he's, like, famous for drawing Spawn, being amazing at doing that book and then doing Batman and now doing them together. Right. So, um, but it, 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 having Capullo's uh, Batman there, it kind of feels like, even though Scott Snyder's not writing, which I, but I feel like it would have been way more amazing if he did write it or co-wrote it, whatever. But Todd McFarlane wrote it, um, the you know creator of Spawn. But it does feel like Snyder, and I'm talking about Scott Snyder, guys, not Zack Snyder. Scott Snyder is a, a terrific comic book writer. It does feel like it's his Batman, like his his version of Batman with Spawn, not like you know like the current continuity and where they have Batman at. Right. It feels like he, just his version of Batman. You know how they like, he even ended his version in um, what that what was that called last night? No, was it was it called that book where like uh, Batman? It's like it's it's a clone of Batman. Oh, the back. last last night the last night on Earth. Last night on Earth. Or yes, like that. Batman last night on Earth. It yeah, feels yeah. like it's in that reality because remember in, in that reality, remember at the end, a Superman fell out of the sky. Right. And everything it was like because it'll always be a Superman, uh-huh. like in every it's like in every dimension, and everything. So I feel like when when Spawn was talking about the priest of his world and everything, he was like, "We even have a court in our world," and he was like, "You know, he was like, but they, Batman was like, you don't have a Superman or something like that." He was like, "We had a Superman, yeah, but they killed died, him first." They killed him first, yeah. yeah. So I thought that that like tied into like their idea of like how these characters, you know, uh, fuck how they how they continue on or whatever. Like the the, the things that they introduced in that last night book. Yeah. And that version of Batman, I see a lot of those things play out in this. I feel like so it definitely feels like very connected to that version of Batman. Right. And just just real quick for anybody that hasn't actually read it or is never going to read it, Spawn put the paws on Batman, but then as soon as Spawn became human because of the thing called Dead Zone within the Spawnverse, I guess. Right. Yeah. I, I don't actually know the technicalities. I don't that. know too much about. It seemed like it was like in Gotham because then they said like because Arkham Arkham, yeah, Arkham was specifically built, built yeah, yeah, into that you know, Dead, Dead Zone. Zone. Yeah. So, for Spawn, the dead zone means that he, for some reason, he becomes just as human as his, as where right. the fuck he's fighting. So, Batman put the paws right back on Spawn right after Was that. beating his ass. Beating his ass, bro. Spawn couldn't take it. But before, he was definitely... Oh, yeah, yeah. I no, love how, like... No, the, Batman the, was getting flattened. Yeah, they had the narration. It was like, um... He was like, uh, the way that he was hitting Batman or whatever. It was like, he was a, he was a foe much more matched for Superman. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Batman like, was getting fucked up, right? Motherfucker was getting beat to the left and then all of a sudden Denzel kicked in but I, and Batman turned the tables like a motherfucker. I, bro. I fucking like you said Denzel kicked in. I, I like that. Dead uh, Zone. Dead Zone. Oh, Dead Zone kicked in. Yeah, thought you said Denzel. Denzel. I said Denzel kicked in. I'm like, <laughs> nah, yeah, fucking nah, like, Dead I thought zone you were saying like in. Batman went equalizer mode on his ass <laughs> or something. Like. Nah, nah, Dead Zone <laughs> kicked in. No, but, um, fuck, I'm sorry, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, darn. I, li- I was going to say, I think, well, I'll mention this. I don't know if that's exactly what I was going to say, but it wasn't like, uh, when I came into it, I wasn't aware. Oh, so two things. I wasn't aware that it was, like, not connected to the previous Batman Spawn crossover, because for people that listen to you don't know, this is not the first no, not Batman the first Spawn crossover. But I I kind of appreciated that it was, this is a self-contained story, because you didn't need to go back and yeah. read anything. Yeah. It was like, hey, let's jump into this, you know, one shot. But then there's another thing. We read it. And it's like I was thought it was described as a one shot. I saw somebody call it a one shot. I thought it was a one shot. There's gonna be there has to be more, right? Yeah, it, it, left ends, so much open. it ends in a way that's like holy fucking the clown shit. from Spawn and Joker are apparently like working together with each other and shit, right? Yeah. And fucking they fucking stole Martha. 
she's come back to life and her soul and body are inside Spawn's world, Martha Wayne, and Spawn's wife, Wanda, is inside the DC, DC or, world, yes. inside yeah. Gotham. So I feel like this whole book was like a tease for a much larger book. I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I liked it. I, I didn't mind yes. the crossover at all. Give us more, DC. Hell yeah. Give us more image. What What was a little, not lost on me, but was a little confusing was that, that the court... The court specifically said that Martha's pearls had something to do with being able to cross dimensions. Right, right. That part was a little. I think lost it's. Time. I think a lot of these ideas are like self-contained to this. Story. Okay, so like I wouldn't look back and be like, you know, no, 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 no. But I mean, obviously, I, I, I was like, as soon as I was like, because uh, remember, one of the things I was. This is when I knew for sure it wasn't the main continuity. Because speaking of the pearls, he was like, "You never found the pearls." And I was yeah. Like, what? And Batman actually did in the main yeah, continuity. Exactly. Right. He, he has them in his, in his case. Like, right, right. Okay. So, but what, what was more lost on me was like how they never really explained how that pearl was connected to any of that. Right, it After, was definitely a lot of open threads. Yeah, like they they needed Batman in this like this little you know this little battle with Spawn and and with their assassin the Talon because Batman out of the three of them was the only one with the soul is what they made clear at the very end, okay. right? Because Talon didn't really have one anymore because he's basically a reincarnated body thing, right? right? Spawn had forfeited his to become a Spawn, right? So it. They made it clear Batman's soul was needed, but what they never really, like, even, it, it wasn't even a small hint, was that he needed the pearl to do it. Right. And after he, Batman tricked Spawn, not tricked, but he had Spawn take Talon with him back to his universe, mm-hmm. right, to get him completely out of the DC universe, uh, the the pearl cracked. So even then, they didn't really actually, like, give too much information on what the importance behind the pearl yeah. was. I need, to, I need to reread it. I need to reread it. Let's say one thing. The art, the art was sensational. Greg oh, Capullo. I've been, I've been watching him work on this. Not like I have a whole little stand over his shoulder, no shit like that. I haven't been standing over his shoulder, but like I'm saying, like I, I like follow, on social media. Yeah, I follow that. him on, on Instagram. He posts like you know the black and white, just you know the, the, when he's just making it, and it's like, bro, I, this shit looked so dope for so long, and to see it like fully fleshed out and colored, I'm like, yeah, this shit is wrong. Right. This is wrong. I wish, I wish he would come back to Batman. I wish he would come back to Batman. I wouldn't mind. I, you know but what? I don't think he's going to ever do it without Scott. Oh, this was this was kind of like, okay, I think he only did it because it's Todd. He right. only did it because it's Todd McFarlane. It's like, okay, like, I'm gonna do it. I'll do it with my other partner who also has, you know, right. done stuff for Batman and stuff. So we're, we're talking about comic book artists right now. I'm going to just throw a little little thing out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, is it George Jimenez or is it Jorge Jimenez? The the artist. That, George Jimenez. George Jimenez. We I, call him I fucking love his his art. He is really good. I follow him on Instagram, bro, and holy shit, his, his art is funny. He's the one that did that, uh, he did the most recent, uh, damn, what was it called? Where Batman was fighting the robot, the robot was kicking everybody's ass. He's drawing Batman right now. Yeah. Filsy. Filsy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, on the, he's the main, main on Batman. Oh, right fucking phenomenal. He did, I mean, he did Justice League before that. Ah, I fucking love his He art. did Scott Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Like, oh, he was like, yeah, it was one of the, he was ah, in the man, his, his shit is fucking fire, bro. Like, I, I, he, he, I say shit, he posts a bunch of black and whites too. Bro. Fucking love him, he can, bro. he can do the action very well, but it also maintains, like, that heart in the art. Like, it had, like, it, it feels very, like, family friendly but then it, it, he can draw these like really intense scenes yeah. at the same time I fucking love and keep it, it like almost very animated it def- especially how he draws Batman he definitely he draws Batman in a very like early Batman animated series kind of way where he had like the shape wasn't so you know that new Batman animated series I love that the, the darker designs but like the designs were more rigid he looked less human he had like a more square face in, bat- in the beginning Batman animated series his body looked more realistic it was more designed to right. like I feel like that's how George Jimenez does Batman it's, it's phenomenal art like yeah. you, you can tell he loves this shit you can usually tell when the person loves what they do and I, I feel like this one yeah. really loves it because it's, it's fire Who's, every time who like like man him uh, George Jimenez Jason Fabic, fucking um, fucking we were just talking about uh Capullo, yeah. these dudes—they're top of the game. You know who's over at um um at the DC now? Yeah. Oh damn, he, I can't remember his brother's name right now. He literally just—he did like the last few pages of um uh, uh Dark Crisis, um, and he was on Spider-Man back in the day for years. Okay, I think it's Ken McCullo. I, I'm probably saying this. I'm butchering the fuck out of his name right now. God damn it, Ken McCullo. Dark Crisis, Dark Crisis was actually the art of Dark Crisis. He didn't do. He didn't, I think Tony Daniel. I think Tony Daniel did the interior, but I think with the last few pages where the art changed. Okay, no, I don't remember that. You Hold on, bring let, that me, up. let me look at look at yeah. I know I'm saying his name wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong. Giuseppe Cam Cam I I know I'm probably saying his last name wrong. I'm so sorry, but Giuseppe Cam his art is so fucking dope. I lo- loved him on Spider Man. I love this Spider-Man art, but he's at DC now. He's over there killing shit. Yeah, let me pull it. Up. 
good shot. So fucking good, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He draws. He draws. You know, Spider Man a bit more muscular too, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But he, I saw he drew um, uh, those panels. I saw in the end of Dark Crisis where he's talking. Batman's talking to Nightwing. He drew mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but they got they got some good they got some good motherfuckers over there. Oh yeah. So the comics. I'm excited for the direction of the comics. You know, I'm excited for. The, I know how you feel, but I'm excited for the direction of the movies too, and see where they take that. I'm excited to see where they go. But you got anything else? Nah, you got man, anything I'm else? good, man. No. You know what time it is. All right. Time is you know bro. what time it is. What time is it, bro? It's time. Four? Four. Shameless. <laughs> Promotion. <laughs> Promotion. I'm going to record. Promotion. I'm going to record him doing it one of these days and post it on our Instagram page, bro, for sure. One of these days. Go ahead, sir. Shamelessly promote. <laughs> Uh, like in the last episode, I told you I was working on, on my art page, you know, Young Wolf Art, um, on this, like, little collage of different, like, Naruto's, right? It's, it's going to be mostly Shippuden Love and then one when he's an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that all lined out, all black and white. I got to just add color to it. Y'all can go ahead and stay tuned for, you know, throughout this week. You will see it. It will be completed by the weekend for sure. So just look out for that and give it some love. Let me know if you like it. Let me know what you don't like about it. Tell you to go fuck yourself. Um... Uh, that's mm. all I got. What you got, bro? So aggressive. Um, I got a new John Georgia speech coming this week. Oh, it's it's uh, Power Universe related. Shout out to Power. The Power Universe. Those shows are amazing. Uh, I'm going to be doing a segment on that. Um, we got more of this coming, obviously. Hell more yeah. Three Geeks in a Pod. Um, you do. You forgot to give me your socials. Oh, at Young Wolf Art. I thought I said it in the beginning. I don't think. Maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't listening. Never enough. We'll know. Right. It's never enough, right? So my um, social media, that's going to be Instagram at SunJGS0NJG. Very easy to remember. Twitter, George'sJohn96. Very easy to remember. Facebook. I don't want y'all to have my Facebook. Uh, (laughs) But but follow the pages on there that, you know, that I edit from time to time. Uh, The Comic Geeks. Follow DC Television Universe. Uh, up your geek, shout out up your geek as always. And is there something else? If there is, you know what? We'll fucking, you know, we'll record like five minutes and release it as a special. <laughs> <laughs> if we miss something, yeah, we miss shameless, shameless promotion. Continue. Continue. Right? <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. That's so we should cut it off right there. That's when people, where people are listening. They're like, "What the fuck?" Right. Like, is this an era? You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, 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 no. All right, but that's oh shit. I'm, why am I turning it off on here? See, you have to fucking turn it off over there. Yeah, we had technical difficulties. So we had this to switch computers, but uh, we'll be back in normal shit. But yeah, you know, you didn't have to tell fire them. across the board. You just turned it off. You didn't have to tell them. You out here screaming old oh, shit. I figured they deserve a reason as to why you're screaming old oh, shit. Yeah, they don't need to know shit. <laughs> all right, y'all take it easy. <laughs>